0: That's what we want to do is help people create that rockstar team who's not just in it for the paycheck. They actually believe in your company, believe in your business, and they're going to be there for the long term so you can continue to make better and better investments. And eventually when you grow a team, you don't want to just be one person up here managing 25 different VAs. You want team leaders and assistant team leaders and structures and communication channels
2: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1600 episodes at the beginning of this year, and we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories or topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners. And what I like to call the CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focused on our greatest asset, talent management and hiring. Think from great resignation to the great renovation. And if you disagree with me, maybe these episodes might be especially for you. Life and especially business has changed. It has forced those that are within organizations to look differently at talent, how it's being managed. When we talk about change, think about it. We have to realize that business as usual is no longer here, and that's evident in attracting and retaining clients, but also in setting up people within organizations to succeed. Think onboarding, think DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, how it is working from home, and even going back into the office. Things are different, and this month, we are going to explore these topics by featuring CEO hacks and CEO nuggets, but also interviews that focus on these changes and how organizations can make sure they care for and attract the most valuable asset, their people. Sit back and enjoy this special Special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Nathan Hirsch of Free Up. Nathan, it's awesome to have you on the
0: show. Great to be here, man. Excited. Excited. Happy holidays.
2: Yeah, happy holidays to you too. And super excited to drill down a little bit deeper and hear about all the awesome things you're doing. You've definitely been on our show before. And what I want to do is just reintroduce you to Nathan so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Nathan Hirsch is, not, is an entrepreneur and expert in remote hiring and e commerce. He's the co founder and CEO of freeup.com and founder of Outsource School. FreeUp is a marketplace that connects businesses with pre-vetted freelancers and in- e-commerce, digital marketing, and much more. And the Outsource School is a school that actually teaches people how to leverage and use VAs and virtual assistants in order to be your business. And he has sold over $30 million, $30 million online and regularly appears on leading business podcasts such as Entrepreneur on Fire and speaks at live events about online hiring tactics. Nathan, are you ready to speak to the IMCO uh, the community? I am ready. Awesome. Let's do it. So I wanted to drill in a little bit deeper here, a little bit more about what I call your CEO story and what led you to get started with the business.
0: Yeah. So I was a broke college kid. Before that, my parents were teachers and I always grew up with a mentality that I would go to school, get a real job, work for 30 years and retire. And my parents always made me get these summer jobs, which I hated, but I was working 40 hours a week. I learned a lot about sales and marketing and business and customer service. And I got a glimpse into what life was like after college. So when I got to college, I was like, I want no part of that. I don't want to get a real job. Let's start hustling and see if I can start my own business. So through a lot of trial and error, I sold people's textbooks and eventually got a cease and desist letter from my college telling me to knock it off because I was stealing too much of their business. <laughs> pivoted from textbooks to, I had sold some books on Amazon. So I tried to sell different products on Amazon and I really just failed over and over and over. At selling sporting equipment and outdoor products and all this different stuff. But the only thing I could get to sell were these books. And it wasn't until I branched out of my comfort zone and found the baby product industry that my business took off. So I got into Amazon at a great time. This was 2008. No one else was doing it. There were no courses or gurus. I found a great niche in baby products and this business took off. And I eventually had to start hiring people. I hired college kids who were not very reliable and wasted a lot of my time and my money. And no one who was older wanted to work for me. So I eventually got into the virtual assistant space, hiring VAs in the Philippines and all over to handle different operations. They were more affordable, more reliable. I could keep them long term. Really learned that entire process of hiring from the ground up. I was 20, 21, 22. I knew nothing about hiring. I probably didn't even know where Philippines was on a map. And <laughs> I really learned through a lot of trial and error, a lot of mistakes, a lot of turnover. And I used all the other platforms out there, the Upworks and the Fibers, and I always wanted a better, faster way. And finally, I built my own platform four years ago, FreeUp. And the idea of FreeUp is we get thousands of applicants every week, vet them, top 1% get in, make them available to people quickly whenever they need them. On the back end, 24-7 support in case people have even the smallest issue and a no turnover guarantee. If people quit for any reason, we cover replacement costs and get them a new person right away. And People love that concept. We partnered with lots of great people, influencers in the e-commerce and marketing community. And we actually grew the business using virtual assistants. We hired VAs from our own platform. We had no office, entirely remote. We had no U.S. employees, all the customer service, the billing, the recruitment, the social media, all done by VAs and freelancers. And we scaled that business from a $5,000 investment to doing over $12 million a year. And we actually just sold that business a month ago to a great group over at the Hoth who is actually one of FreeUp's clients. They're an SEO backlink company. The owners are awesome. We did a lot of due diligence on them. And one of the coolest parts of the deal was we were able to give hundreds of thousands of dollars of the deal to our internal team in the Philippines to thank them for helping us grow such an awesome business. So I'm going to miss the internal team. That's by far the worst part of selling FreeUp but. They're in good hands. The Hoth is going to take great care of all the clients and partners, the internal team. They're going to grow free up and expand it and make it better in ways that Connor and my business partner and I couldn't. And now I'm here today launching Outsource School. If you go to OutsourceSchool.com, you can get on our wait list. They are really a course on how we use virtual assistants, how we interview them, how we onboard them, how we train them, how we schedule them and manage them and motivated them because that was a big part of why we were able to sell free up is having such an awesome internal team and it didn't happen by accident it happened because we learned so much from our amazon business that when we started free up we could hit the ground running and we knew what we were doing so that's a short long version of how i went from a pro college kid interning at firestone to selling textbooks to selling baby products to starting free up to selling free up to starting outsource school
2: Nice. So I know you touched on a little bit, but I wanted to drill down. Could I hear a little bit more about the outsource schools? Tell us what we can expect and just all the things that kind of make it, I guess. What's the secret sauce for that and what makes it unique?
0: Yeah. So I've always had the mentality that you can go to free up and get great VAs, great freelancers. I highly recommend them, even though I'm not part of it anymore. They're awesome. They take good care of you. But if you don't know what to do with the VAs after the fact, it's only going to do you do so much good. And I've wasted hundreds of thousand of dollars on of turnover. I've been frustrated. I've made these mistakes. I'm not training people the wrong way, not motivating people, not giving people the right bonuses, whatever it is. So I wanted to break it down into structure. How, what do, I, how do I actually interview virtual assistants? So mm-hmm. part of the course, you're going to watch me and my business partner, Connor, interview different VAs from free up people for different jobs. And what are the questions we ask, but also what are we looking for? What red flags do we see? What are some of the potential superstar that we see in someone from that interview, stuff that we only know because we've been doing it for so long and have interviewed who knows how many virtual assistants. The average person probably doesn't know that. So from interviewing to onboarding, and I like to separate onboarding and training where onboarding is giving them background on your company, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, the culture, the team, how you communicate, really giving them the basics of what to do and what not to do, which for me is I, they need to know that before I start investing my time into training them on the actual processes. Because if I get them good at the processes, but everyone on the team hates them and they can't follow the other stuff, that doesn't do me much good. So onboarding, how to train, how to make great SOPs, how to make those better over time, and then also how to manage them. Because once you've invested all this time, your money, your energy into someone, you don't want them to go work for another company. You want them to stick around. You want them to be motivated. You want them to care about your business. And with FreeUp, our four team leaders, Marius, Cheeks, Jane, layden they were all about FreeUp. They love FreeUp. They put their heart and their soul into FreeUp and they're not going anywhere. They want to see FreeUp grow and reach its full potential. So that's what we want to do is help people create that rockstar team who's not just in it for the paycheck. They actually believe in your company, believe in your business, and they're going to be there for the long term so you can continue to make better and better investments. And eventually when you grow a team, You don't want to just be one person up here managing 25 different VAs. You want team leaders and assistant team leaders and structures and communication channels. So we want to walk you through whether you don't even know what a VA is, which would be the first module, to if you're building a large team and you need to make it more scalable, which would be towards the end. And we want to cover that start to finish.
2: Yeah, that, that's definitely awesome. And I think I always say, begin with the end of mind. And I, I think if you're able to tap into, obviously you can go through the trial by fire and do every, try to do everything yourself and lose lots of years, lose lots of experience. When you have that kind of somewhat of an easy button or cheat code, I usually like to say, where you can take a course and learn and take in so much information from all the experience and things that you guys done well and things that you wish you would have done better. And you're able to learn from that.
0: Exactly. And, I- listen, people might disagree with me. There might be different VA ways to hire VAs that I don't know about. I can only speak for what's worked for me and my Amazon business and free up it. And that's what I'm going to teach at outdoor school.
2: Yeah, that'll definitely be awesome. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be something that's what you were mentioning in the school. What's something that you feel is an app, a book or a habit that you have that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: Yeah. So let's move away from VAs. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. One of the things that, that I like to do that I actually took a break from in the past week, but I'll be picking it up in the new year is every morning I like to reach out to three new entrepreneurs. I'm not trying to sell them. I'm not trying to pitch them. I just want to get on a networking call, see if I can help them in any way. If I can, great. If there's a way for us to work together or collaborate, I'm all about it. If not, it's always good just meeting other people in the space. And Going in with that mentality, knowing that you're going to get rejected, it's not that big of a deal, but you'll build such an amazing network. With the Amazon business, I got in at a weird time. like There there were no courses or gurus. No one really knew what Amazon was. So for me, and I was a young entrepreneur too, I wanted to keep it very secret, right? I didn't want to connect with other entrepreneurs. I didn't want them to know what I was doing. I didn't want them to steal my business. Now I know that was really silly and I could have made a lot of great connections back then and probably had more potential on Amazon. But what I do with free up is from day one, I would reach out to three new entrepreneurs every day. Now, someday no one would respond. Someday one or two or three or other people would respond from previous days, and Mm -hmm. I would set up networking calls. And over as years and months went by, I built great relationships, great partnerships, and I just friendships. And you never know how people are going to not only help you but just impact you going forward. So for me, if you're not networking with other entrepreneurs, if you don't have a schedule and a daily reminder to do that start doing it. It's been one of the biggest trip, tricks of just scaling a business in general. And the more entrepreneurs, the bigger the network, the less you have to spend on ads and marketing mm-hmm. and all that other stuff as well.
2: Yeah. That makes so much sense. And you never know, you know who people know and that starts to create that community. The community, sometimes we can't even see because you've just connected on just a genuine basis just to connect to see if you can help see if there's some type of synergy. And when you're doing that on a regular basis, it starts to create that snowball effect. It sounds.
0: Exactly. Completely agree.
2: Uh, So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice, or if you can hop into that time machine, what would you tell your younger business self?
0: (laughs) You just got to get over rejection, got to get over failure. We talked about networking, but at some point you're going to have to do sales. You're going to have to pitch partnerships and join ventures. You're going to try to go after your dream client list. And you're going to get rejected. It's going to happen. But for me, it's important to be in that right mentality where people are busy. People are doing other things. How many times do you get pitched that you want no part of it? So stay respectful. Well, just because someone doesn't respond to you or someone says no, doesn't mean you get aggressive or angry. I had an influencer who, four years later, he said that I had reached out to him like 48 times. And he said he wasn't mad at me because every time I reached out, I wasn't angry. I wasn't aggressive. I wasn't pushy. It was just me being like, Hey, man, like I I know we tried to connect in the past, would love to, would love an opportunity. Here's how I think we can work together. Very genuine, very nice and calm and not pushy. And I've had podcasts that took me two years of pitching before they let me on. So Mm -hmm. don't give up. Get into the mindset that if you're not failing, you're probably not pushing yourself far enough. You're probably not trying to go after those higher um, price clients or partnerships or whatever it is. And when you do get rejected, learn from it, change your approach. Don't be as aggressive, change your wording, change your structure, send a video, whatever it is to tweak it and make it better over time.
2: Yeah, a lot of times when we get that rejection or that kind of that wall against us, a lot of times it doesn't mean that you quit and you, you get into a ball and don't do anything. A lot of times it just means you have to change up your approach and figure out how to get around that wall, how to go through that wall or over that wall, but you have to do it in a different way. So I definitely appreciate that. And that is something that we all should learn as entrepreneurs and business owners. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Nathan, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: To me, it's all about leading. You have to get your motivation, your ideas, your vision for the business into other people's head so that they drive the train and they build it and they use their skills that you probably don't have to build that business. And to me, that's what a CEO is. Now, there's business owners out there and there's pretty good business owners out there. But if they don't drive the business, the business doesn't grow. And that's not what you want. That's not sustainable long-term. You'll get burnt out. Who knows what will happen in your interests, in your personal life, whatever. So you need to get in the mentality that you have to be able to motivate and systemize and get other people to grow your business. And if you're doing that, then that's when you're in that CEO range.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And especially like you talked about in the beginning of having that team and that vision of all these people that are able to work and be leaders within themselves as well, too, as, much as in addition to the quote unquote CEO, it creates that company culture, which you talked about, that you've been able to build with Free Up. Exactly. Awesome. Nathan, truly appreciate all the awesome things you're doing. Appreciate your time even more. And what I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And then, of course, how best they can get a hold of you, sign up for the school and find out about all the awesome things you're working on.
0: Yeah, so I'm answering all your virtual assistant questions. If you go to my Facebook, you'll find videos. If you have questions, I want to answer them. I want to make sure they're included in Outsource School. You can follow me on social media: Real Nate Hirsch, Twitter and Instagram. Find me Nathan Hirsch on Facebook or LinkedIn. Definitely reach out. Definitely connect with me. If you go to OutsourceSchool.com, you can join our newsletter. Join our waitlist. We'll keep you posted on when that goes live early in 2020. And you'll also get a lot of great just VA tips. Hiring is one thing all entrepreneurs have in common. Unless you want to be a sole entrepreneur the rest of your life, you're going to have to hire people. And it's one of those things they don't teach you in school. You're going to either have to learn it from Outsource School or from someone else that's teaching it, or you are going to have to figure it out through a lot of trial and error. And it's not something that I recommend doing. So definitely check out Outsource School. If I can help you or in any way, just reach out
2: truly appreciate that we will have the links and information in the show notes as well too so that everybody can follow up with you and i hope you have a great rest of the day
1: thank you for listening to the i am ceo podcast powered by blue 16 media tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.